0: Obviously, when we're talking about a child or a young person, especially if it's around issues, support, it is very emotionally charged. So what can we do as a government that shows a process and a policy or wraparound services that really go to supporting a young person and their families or their carers? So emotionally charged in terms of when there's negative consequences impacting our towns and our communities and our homelands. But what can we do to step through processes that are individually targeting support around a young person. And it's not a simple way of of processing, I know, but that's where the coming together of our government agencies and our non-government agencies to really work to the strengths of how we can support um, an individual and their family. So some of the um, conversations around how do we decipher if young people, particularly here in Mumbacho and Alice Springs, if young people are walking the streets, Um, what's the reason? Like, what's the reason a young person would be out or young people would be out? So that's number one. How do you get that information? What are the processes to be able to understand the context for that young person? Um, Is there an issue with family or is it um, something that the young person is experiencing? How do you pick that, underpick that layer under, you know, delve into, go into the deeper story for that person? Um, And then from that, understanding what the reason may be how do you then provide an opportunity to not be the, you know, walking around at night and not going to school or not engaging well, not eating healthy, not having good support around mental health, all of those things, um, having adequate housing. What are the elements that have made that young person go out at night um, into an area that may not seem safe, but is their home environment less safe? So that's sort of what we're grappling with now as a, as a government, as a community um, and then how do we make sure that that young person is in a safe environment? And then if they are, how do they stay in the safe environment? So one of the exceptions that I've taken um, is, is interesting. So uh, we've had the, wor- the word intervention, which obviously has very negative connotations, so negative feelings and, and triggers for Aboriginal Territorians because of the NT emergency response, which has been also known very commonly as the intervention. Um, In the English Western sense, when you intervene, um, when you create an intervention, that's a a circuit breaker stopping point. So that's really what we're focused on. How do we create a circuit breaker which prevents something then having a negative consequence? Um, So I I, I won't use intervention in that sense because it's got a whole lot of history, you know, a decade worth of horrible history for our people, Aboriginal Territorians. Um, But the prevention and stepping in to stop that cycle, the circuit breaker, if we've got a cycle that's going round and round and round for a young person or a family, how do we get into that cycle, stop that cycle and then create the opportunity for that cycle to um, change into something else? That's Mm. really what the support is around talking about more support services or resources around the pointy end, which is what people have been dubbing as the crisis point, that is where the police end up. You know, that's Mm. the crisis point. How do we step back a couple of paces to then look at, all right, what led to that particular point um, for a young person and their family? So I think the real um, strength is the local solutions. The federal government doesn't know what's happening on, you know, street XYZ, but our local families and our local organisations and our local service providers do. So how do we empower the local lens or the local perspective of solutions? Oh, you know, we know Selena's going out and every night... Um, you know, and walking around because she wants to get Wi-Fi on her phone. Okay, well, how do we then go, all right, well, how do we get Selena back into home or or back into, you know, where she's staying um, so she can access her Wi-Fi and then be on her phone or whatever? Like, you know, that's a very simple um, um, element. I'm trying to use sort of simple examples. But what is a local solution that would help a young person and their family? Um, Territory families and housing and communities is one big department has a big interface role, so a face-to-face role with a lot of our young people and our families. Um, And how do we get to the point where if there are consequences for young people, it's about making amends for those consequences, which is where that justice reinvestment and the big conversation that the federal Labor government is talking about and what we're talking about um, in the NT level, if people want to see young people face consequences... Is it better that a young person, if they've been out damaging or graffitiing a shop one night, that they're back there the next day and that that whole week making amends, cleaning up the glass that's been broken, scrubbing off the spray paint that's been, you know, mm. washed out, written on the uh, on the window or the store door, et cetera. Like, how do you see a consequence, an action and a consequence for that action? Whereas when young people go into detention and, and noting that there are some very serious crimes that young people unfortunately do like that is the the end point that is the crisis point of having to be in detention um how do we make sure that through those programs we've got restorative justice we've got mm-hmm. victim and offender conferencing at that age selena you broke into my house you made me feel unsafe you know now i can't i can't go to sleep without the lights on I can tell that person, you know, someone mm. can tell that I've done that, but you have to look them in the eye and you have to make amends and you have to understand what you did in that point of time actually has a, an impact and a long-term effect. So that's where justice reinvestment at that high level, how do you make that into, uh, integrate that into your local programs and policy? So it's not just a government role. It is, you know, community role. It's a um, a role to have our private um Um, businesses and industry also could play an opportunity and a role in that. Um, We had a a meeting around community safety in Catherine. Um, I wasn't there, but some of my staff were. And one of the organisations had said, well, you know, we understand there's all these issues happening in Catherine at the moment, but um, who's actually in this group volunteering their time to then work with some of these young people and no one put their hand up. So, you know, that sort of thing's interesting. It's always someone else's, everyone gets affected, but it's always someone else's job to fix it. How do we bring everybody to that community solution? I think that the support for programs and services is a huge aspect. So whether that's in town, in Alice Springs, Mumbachua, if it's in places like Catherine, if it's in our really remote um, communities, having positive Programs for young people. It doesn't have to be around justice necessarily, but sport and rec, you know, your education programs, learning on country. If you've got young people engaged with community, whether that's a large community like Alice Springs or their small community like Kintor, you've got some really great um, engagement with young people and good people running those programs, family running those programs, then is this likely going to be the process of, oh, we're bored, I'm going to be walking around at night because of, you know, sleeping all day and then i have got to walk around at night and find something to do or that's where all my friends are doing. How do we make sure that young people are engaged regardless of where they live, regardless of where they're visiting, but having those programs that tie them out, um, give them something that provides an opportunity for confidence building and skill building um, and gives them a sense of community and team. Like I, I used to play soccer when I was young and being part of a team is, is really important for me because it's like a family unit. It's like a unit that you choose to, to be part of. So how do we build up that sense of community with young people? Um, because a lot of our old people, that's, that's their mentality, you know, is being about the future of young people. But how do we support and empower them to have the, they've already got the authority, uh, but how do we support and encourage them to connect young people to those programs and to have programs that are run in community, in towns that keep young people engaged, feeling positive about themselves in a safe space and then producing some type of outcome, whether it's a sport and rec program, whether it's an education program, whether it's a youth justice program, all the different layers.